She needed a plan to get over her man. What's the opposite of man? Jam. Pivot. But I thought you all were cuddly sleepers. Pivot. Phoebes, wake up and smell the restraining order. Welcome to Pivot. Pivot. A friend's podcast with Whitney and Brianna. Pivot. Pivot, Whitney. Hey, Pivot. So right away, let's get to our trivia questions for this episode. Are you ready, ma'am? Yes. Okay, so here we are. Season three, episode three, the one with the jam. Question number one. Are Ross and Rachel cuddly sleepers? Yes or no? Question number two. What did Joey take to the movies as a kid? Question number three. What is the name of Phoebe's stalker? And question. This is, oh, we got some bonus questions. Question number four. What's Monica's plan to get over her man? It should be an easy one. (laughs) And then our last bonus question. Question number five. Name Monica's future husband. What's the name of Monica's future husband? I'll give you a clue. This is according to Joey. I was going to say, as told yes. by Joey. Yes. So here we go. Cold open. Guy's apartment. We see Chandler, right? He's sitting on the couch and we. Yeah, he's sitting in a chair reading a book. And we just hear Joey. You hear these springs, right? Like, ding, 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 ding. Like, it sounds like he's jumping on the bed. Yes. And then you just hear, whoa, and a big old thud. And then Chandler runs over to check on him. And, and what does he say when he opens up Joey's bedroom? Well, it's, I, I like this shot because you don't even see Joey. It's like this is the camera is like looking from Joey's room to the door. And you just see uh, Chandler poke his head in and said, well, Joey, this is why your parents told you it's not okay to jump on the bed or you shouldn't jump on the bed. <laughs> yes. So he fell off because he was jumping on the bed and he fell off. So then we yes. go to the first scene, which is Monica's apartment. Ross and Ra- Rachel walk in. We see and hear Monica's a plan. Go ahead. Tell yeah. us. They walk in and she's got like fruit everywhere. And she's like at the stove and she's stirring a pot. And uh, <laughs> she just tells her, like, Ross and Rachel walk in and they're like kind of shocked at what they see. And she says, I'm making jam. <laughs> and they're like, oh, okay. And, you know, she says, like, tell them she's been up since four or 4 30 or something. And he's like, uh, Ross says, where do you? where do you find fruit at four in the morning? It's like down at the docks. <laughs> did you, did you know that she says something like, it's like whole, like some kind of wholesale or something. Price like, at the docks. Yeah. Yeah. And then Rachel's like, I didn't know we had docks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just so funny. Like this whole scene just cracks me up. But, yeah. So anyways, so she basically tells them that she needed a plan 
to get over her man, Richard, which, mm-hmm. you know, they broke up at the end of season two. Mm-hmm. So she is, uh, oh, and then in the last, last episode, she was obsessed with the message that she left on this answer machine. That so, was, which was hilarious. Yeah. So we had, sorry, my allergies. Anyways, <laughs> Oklahoma weather. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, uh, she's, she says that she needed a plan to get over her man and what's the opposite of man jam. So she's <laughs> making jam, which ding, ding, I ding. honestly have no idea how she came up with that logic. And it doesn't even technically rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not the opposite. No, no. Because, hey, opposite means opposite. Opposite means opposite. She should have just showed Richard like himself or something for the opposite. <laughs> what are you going to do? Show me. <laughs> do? Show me my clothes. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, she should have showed up at Richard's apartment wearing everything he owned. Right. Opposite is opposite. Yeah. <laughs> um. So that was our trivia question. What's Monica's plan? Her plan to give her a man is to make a whole bunch of jam. Uh, Joey, he also shows up and tries to eat some of the jam. And she's like, no, no, Joey's too hot, but it's too late. He's already taken a spoonful straight out of the pot that's on the stove. And he's all like, what? Like, it's all hot. And he spits it right back out into the giant pot. Uh-huh. And he's like, this will just be my batch. Yes. Uh, now, I love when he first comes in, though. That cracks me up when he first comes in. And he's like, whoa, what's this? Fruit? <laughs> <laughs> it's like crates of like peaches and all sorts of fruit. He's like, whoa, what's this? Fruit? And the look that Ross and Rachel give him is priceless. It's so funny. Oh, yeah. And like you mentioned earlier, this place is covered in stuff so crates with fruit glass jars giant pots cooking on the stove i mean it's just covered all over the place it's like a yeah it you you don't see the furniture (laughs) no no it's just everything is absolutely covered in it yeah her plan to get over her man yep so Monica is making jam. I'm trying to see where else did I. Oh. Well, I don't think we really see a whole lot more of this, except maybe when she shows up to Central Perk and she explains that. I'm sorry, I'm talking all slow. There's another scene going on and Monica shows up at Central Perk and she explains to everyone that in order to make back her money, she needs to charge $17 per jar. Um, So just to break even. Right. And so now she's going to have a new plan. And her new plan. And so everyone's like, oh, 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 wait. But before this, she gives she walks in and she gives Joey a jar of jam and she tells him that that's her last one. Uh Like that's her last batch. Like that's it. And he's like, what? No more jam. (laughs) And so 
he's very disappointed, but he also mentions like he's reminiscing, you know, as they're talking, yeah. go ahead and tell us his, about his was, reminiscing. Yeah. He's, he's just, he's rubbing like a spoonful of jam on like a biscuit or scone or something like that. Some kind of pastry or baked good. I don't know. So he's, Rachel is standing right in front of him and he's just rubbing this jam on this baked good. And he's looking up, he's like, ah, remember when your mom would take you to the, to the movies with like nothing but a jar of jam and a little spoon? Yes. Ding, ding, ding. And yes. Trivia question. So yeah. Rachel just like kind of looks down at him and goes, Oh, you're pretty. Yep. Oh, and he's wearing uh, a sling. He has his arm yes. in a sling because of him jumping on the bed. And right. so earlier when he had the sling, you know, oh, what's going on with your arm and stuff? And him and he's like, well, I had a whole story made up. This is at Monica's apartment when she's talking about the jam, jam. plan. And he's like, oh, I had a whole story, but Chandler sold me out. So they went to the doctor together and Chandler's all, I'm sorry, Joe, but I didn't think the doctor would believe that it just fell out of the socket. That that line right there might have been one of my favorites. Like it <laughs> made me laugh so hard. And I had the kids in the living room when they were making noise. And I even backed up to make sure like, you know, I, was, I wasn't missing anything. And uh, every time I heard that line, it made me laugh so hard. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, Joe, but I don't think the doctor would believe that it just fell out of the socket. Yeah. <laughs> it made me laugh so hard. Yeah. It's a good one. <laughs> and uh, so he's reminiscing, you know, eating his jam and Monica gives him bad news that it's the last one. And she's telling everybody, you know, about she needs a new plan because, you know, $17 for a jar of jam just to break even is too much. And so she's like, reasonable. yeah. So she goes, so the best thing about the jam plan was that I was taking control of my life. So I asked myself, uh, what is the most important thing to me? And that, I, I think I just messed. I don't think that was a direct quote, but the point is like, she's asking yeah. herself, like, what's really important to her? What are priorities? What is she doing here with life? Right. And she says, so that's when I came up with the new plan dramatic pause babies yeah and i love chandler's response i do too he's all I, go ahead go ahead no 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 you because I, I don't know if i remember it like directly but oh, go. okay yeah so her new plan is babies that's it single word one word answer and chandler says well, you're going to need bigger jars ah that's what it is yes yeah. Yep. Uh, That's we, funny. We were talking before we started recording and I, I was going to, I told you that this episode, I forgot just how funny it was. Like I laughed a lot during it. And a lot of it was Chandler, his sarcastic remarks, I think were, were like above and beyond like what, I mean, we've seen some sarcastic Chandler, but his line one-liners and this one were so fantastic anyways sorry 
yeah. Had to mention that. I also like Ross's, you know, a contribution to the conversation. Um, He's all like, oh, wait, um, aren't you forgetting something? Oh, what? What's his name? That guy, dad. (laughs) Monica explains she doesn't need an actual man. Just some of his best swimmers. Yeah. There are places you can go to get that sort of stuff. (laughs) Rachel's Rachel's response here also made me laugh. She goes down at the docks. Yeah. (laughs) Down at the docks again. Uh, So Monica tells everyone she is going to go to a sperm bank. She's looking at papers. Um, They're in her apartment when she's actually looking through uh, potential donors, I guess. And she's talking about like, oh, wow. There's great eligible men here. And I'm not doing anything in order, but she lets them know that this is what she's going to do. And she's, you know, obviously taking it seriously. And Ross is just, you know, Monica, what? Like this, this isn't the ideal way to do this. And Oh, no, 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 no. Ross can't believe that she's going to go through with this. And she's just like, what? What is wrong with this? What is wrong with this? And Ross, again, is like, hello, don't you need a a father, like a man? And she's just like, you know, so this isn't the ideal way, the ideal way. Ross interrupts. Oh, it's not the ideal way. She's like, lips moving, still talking. (laughs) And so... She's like, I see how Ben looks at you and it just makes me ache or, and I want that too. And she's all like, it just makes me ache. And I think it's funny because Ross goes on like, Ross is not down with this. He doesn't think this is a good idea. And oh, he had even threatened. If you go through with this, I'm, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to tell mom. <laughs> yes, that's funny. Um. In this, this one, we discover that Joey has submitted some of his own specimens to this, to this said bank. Um, but I don't remember if it's before or after when Monica says, like, you know, I actually have an actual rocket scientist here because somehow Joey says, like, I've done this before. No, she she started reading one of the applicants. Oh, when it started oh, so it was coming that? off. Like, oh, I thought that was started, later. She's like, yeah, because one of them is like, she starts reading one and it's like, he sounds very impressive, you know? Because oh, she reads them. She's like, come on down, number 79. So she reads one of the applicants and then it's like, oh, wow, that's, pretty cool so then she starts reading another one yes yeah and i'm like before she get before you get to this good part everyone not just ross was telling monica how crazy this is you know and she's like i'm so ready but i'm so ready meanwhile joey is sitting at the table just stuffing his face with jam and spreading jam on crackers and just going to town eating all of this. Yes. And so he's been doing that, getting jam all over him. And then Monica reads that one out 
out one of the applications. Oh yeah, because he dipped a graham cracker and he goes, check it out, jam cracker. Yes. <laughs> so anyways, and then Monica starts reading an application and it's like Italian, Italian-American uh, actor. 27-year-old actor. Actor, uh, born in Queens. Uh, oh, wow, large family seven sisters and he's the only male and he's the only boy it's starting to oh, sound suspicious boy, yeah, yeah it's then- sounding suspicious they all start turning around kind of kind of looking at joey and he's just going to town with his jam and crackers yeah. <laughs> he says what was a personal quote or something he's like oh my god under personal comments yeah they wrote he says uh, the Knicks rule <laughs> has this face, like his mouth full of, of jam cracker. <laughs> he goes, yeah, the Knicks rule. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I really like how Monica delivered that whole line. She was just like, cause she realized, dude, this is Joey. You know, yeah. she doesn't say that, but this is the way she delivers. She's like, oh my God. Under personal comments, they wrote New York Knicks rule. And he's all, yeah, the Knicks rule. (laughs) And they're like, Joey, this is you. He's all, let me see that. Yeah, I know. Finishing what's in his mouth. The fact that he had to get up to go (laughs) look at the paper and he starts reading over. He goes, oh, yeah. (laughs) That's so funny. And I think this is when it it comes up that he says, yeah, Chandler, you remember that sweater you gave me for Christmas? And he's all, and that's how you, oh, that I gave you, I guess he gave it to Chandler for Christmas. Yeah. And he's like, and that's how you bought it? Thinking he bought it with his donation money. Yeah, with his donation money. No, that's what I was wearing when I donated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Joey's looking over his resu- resume. Mind you, he's got his arm in a sling. And yeah. he's all, hey, maybe I should call this play. Oh, because he noticed that they still have a lot of his specimen. He's like, I'm yeah. surprised they still have a lot. And he's all, maybe I should call them. Get them to add my days of our lives gig. <laughs> He's all, you know. Yeah, because that's going to juice this puppy up. Yes. He's all, juice this puppy up a little. Oh, my gosh. That's so funny. Yeah, because that that's what people funny. are looking for. That's what women are looking for. A soap opera actor. Oh, man. It was so funny. Uh, that was that. Joey was really funny in this too. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So the episode goes on and they come back to Monica and she is getting ready to leave the apartment. It's Joey who walks into the apartment prior to raid their fridge. I think he kind of goes in that direction and she looks like she's grabbing her stuff, getting ready to go. And she tells Joey, I'm leaving for the bank. And he's all, sperm or regular and she all yeah. excited she's like sperm yes 
So I don't know how they get to talking, but they start having this like serious conversation, heartfelt conversation. I think he's looking at the paper. That because she says picked one number. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And he's like, oh, he sounds nice. (laughs) But anyways, uh, she starts describing them, you know, like I think brown hair and uh, green eyes. And uh, he's like, oh, huh. And he kind of just like does this, huh? And she's like, what? He goes, I always thought you'd pick a blonde guy. And she's like, what? And so they actually, I mean, this kind of catches her attention a little bit. Like, you know, like, what what do you mean? So he actually kind of goes into the kind of guy that he always saw her ending up with. And it's a... Like a, a tall blonde guy who has uh like I don't know what you were saying there. <laughs> smart. Smart. Oh, smart. Yes, thank you. I was like, see, I'm not. I'm not smart. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, so a tall, like smart blonde guy who has um who and they live in a, a nice house with a swimming pool and she asks so is he uh, is he a swimmer he's like oh he's got the body one (laughs) she's like oh i like that so anyways he keeps going on uh describing this guy is like oh he said like a a, one of those smart guys like named hoyt and she says hoyt and he's like yes your name So anyways, they keep talking and then he starts laughing to himself and she's like, what? And he said, or then he says, uh, you have one of those sides in the backyard. It's like, you know, uh, we don't swim in your toilet. Don't pee in our pool. And she's like, we do not. And he said, yeah, you do. It was a present for me. Yes. <laughs> of course, it's so of course cute. Have. Uh, so then she actually starts getting in on it too. And he tells her like, you know, you've got the three kids, you know, you got three kids with this guy. And, and she starts going like two boys and a girl. And he's like, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. And, she, and then, and then Hoyt comes in with a, a big towel and wraps them all up. And he's like, yeah. And so she's starting to ma- imagine this life too with the dad guy Hoyt with Hoyt the dad guy and so anyways she clearly now is not going to the sperm bank she sits down like she's like sitting at the table kind of pushes the paper away she and, looks sad uh, she really does she looks really sad and he comes up behind her and gives her a big hug like a one-armed hug because his arms are asleep and he even tried he was like well you know this way sounds great too yeah you know but I, she I don't was think like he ever like he meant to talk her out of it but just talking about like what kind of life maybe he pictured for her actually was the way to not tell really her wants. you can't do this yeah but it, it did it made her see what she really wants too and that's not just the kids it's the family yeah yeah but yeah like you said 
he he gives her a hug and with his one arm and just kind of it just kind of ends there you know like she's well, not gonna goes, go through goes, with it he goes whoa this guy is an astronaut and she kind of looks up at him like i'm sad here uh-huh. and, and he goes oh i mean that would have been cool for like a day and then he goes yeah. back and hugs her <laughs> yeah. yes hugs cool her for, like, a day. <laughs> for like a day yeah oh. oh joey's a good friend he really I, is i never paid attention it's until maybe this past year like how good of a friend he actually is in all yeah. the circumstances with everybody he's like the most loyal one to all well, of he them really is, and he's the biggest cheerleader for all of them yeah like like he, the fact he's a that good he one. actually yeah he is the fact that he actually would sit down and like have this whole life imagined for monica it's like this isn't the way i saw you doing this i, I figured you know i saw, and he had like this whole picture in his head of of the type of guy even that she would end up with so it shows he cares about her exactly he cares he cares about her and her it's well-being sweet. Yeah, I re- I like that. Um, so you you gave us the answer to our trivia question. You know, Hoyt, Hoyt, Hoyt. is the husband, according to Joey. According to and Joey, yeah, like I just can't say enough that I really like this. This was funny with Joey, and oh, this is what I wanted to say. Uh, people probably know this already, but. In the previous episode, the one where no one's ready, uh-huh. Matt LeBlanc hurt his arm when they were filming that whole fight over the essence in the chair. And the, this is my yeah. chair. When him and Matthew Perry ran and jumped towards it, there was a take where Joey actually fell off and he broke his arm. They said that he went they into did. the next room offset. He- I don't think he broke his arm. I think he knocked his shoulder out of socket. Yes, that's what it was. And so he's like off stage. They said he was in a ton of pain that they kept filming. That he was just like, I'm all right. Like, let's just keep going. But they said that he was in a lot of pain. And so they had their, you know, medics and doctors look at it. And they had to come up with an explanation of why he had his arm in a sling in the uh, next episode, which is this one. So I wonder if they just called Matthew Perry and said, we need to film this real quick. Let's just pretend that Joey's jumping on the bed and you just walk in and be like, hey, Joe, like, that's why you're not supposed to jump on the bed. Yeah. And maybe that's why we never even saw Joey at all in that cold open. But it explains well, why he's got a sling the whole episode. Well, yeah, as you say, you're not going to show Maddie be, or Matt LeBlanc yeah. because, you know, at that point he already would have had the the thing holding the shoulder in place. So he's not going to be in there with the sling jumping on the bed because he had to explain how that even happened. So yeah, everything was from the True point that. of view of of uh, even like whenever he looked into the room. It's the camera in the room looking back at it. Chandler. Yeah. So that was, they had to, I just Work it in. love, I mean, that just is, is a Joey way of getting hurt, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. 
jumping like of course, on the bed. Of course, Joey would be jumping on the bed and falls off. And falling off. You want to talk about um, Phoebe and the stalker? Oh, one. I, I actually want to go back real quick, honestly, uh-huh. because something else that we forgot to mention. Tell us, uh, tell us. When, when Joey's in, the, in Central Park eating the, the jam and he is just like, Oh, anyways, so Chandler asked Joey, okay. Oh my goodness. The, How could we the, forget this? The girl from, from the Xerox place or a, or a tub full of jam. And Joey says, put your hands together. <laughs> but anyways, I just wanted to mention the Xerox girl because she will be coming up. And this isn't the first time we're hearing about the Xerox girl either. Mm-hmm. So the fact that they're even still mentioning her is a little bit foreshadowing. Yeah. Kind of like, hey, there's a person out there. Yeah. We might see them soon. Here they are again. The girl at the Xerox place. The girl at the Xerox place. What's funny is that my husband and I quote that a lot. Put your hands together. So nice. it's like, hey, do you want this when when it's two options? It's like, hey, do you want to this or that? He's all put your hands together. <laughs> See, I still find it very impressive that the non friends fan, like to start with, is the one that ends up quoting it in the most brilliant ways. Yes, all the time. All the time. I love it. It's what funny. was it? it? Whenever I told you I wanted hourly updates and then he texted you back and said, what was it? You said, <laughs> you tell her, like, what was it that he said? I don't remember now, but it, it was funny. It was a snippy it was really combat, funny. I was like, but it was a I, quote was, from the show. It was a quote from the show. And, and I, I texted you back saying, I feel very honored yeah. That I'm on the receiving end of a, a quote from him. <laughs> it was funny. Uh, who knows? It was it really was, funny. So funny. We can't remember. I know it was a while ago, guys. But he does. He comes up with the best ways of using those quotes. Yes. We'll think of it as soon as we uh, hang up, I bet. Oh, I know, right? That's how it always goes. I remember now. I remember what it was. So, anyways. So, Phoebe and the stalker. Yes, Phoebe and the stalker. So, how does it start off? Do you remember? She tells, I think she walks in and, no, 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 no. I was going to say she walks in and says it, but she's just walking, right? She's walking, yeah, she's walking. She's just walking on the street and she sees, uh, somebody following her or acting very strangely behind her and is clearly trying to make it look like he's not following her, whatever. So she turns and confronts the little weirdo and uh, he he basically you know what was it? He, he basically told her that you know I'm so sorry. Just give me one more chance. And then he calls her Ursula. Mm-hmm. And then, so she is like very empathetic and understanding at this point. She's like, Oh, gotcha. So 
she explains to him that she is Phoebe and that she's Ursula's twin sister. And she's like, really? You know, like, yeah, not, or trying to make it sound like she's not just making this up. Right. To blow him like, off. It's or true. Whatever. Yeah. It's true. So, anyways, he, uh, he ends up like, you know, chatting with her for a little bit. And then the flowers that he bought while trying not to make it obvious that he was following her, he ends up giving to her. And then they go and, like, I think have some coffee. She asks him. Yeah. yeah. She's like, So, do you want to get some coffee or something? Because, you know, you mentioned that they had started chatting and he tells yeah. her, I wasn't always like this, you know, before I met Ursula. Oh, no. I used to just I be thought this. that was so so cute. Sorry. I was just this normal guy who uh, who who sold beepers and cell phones. He didn't just say cell phones though. It was cellular. Yes, cellular phones. <laughs> Remember, this is still the 90s. Beepers and cellular phones. Beepers and cellular phones. Yes. Uh, so he, you know, he met Ursula and she did a number on him and he's not normal well, anymore. He's stopping that's her. What Phoebe, Phoebe reassured him. It's like, no, because uh, he's he calls himself a dingus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Such a dingus. So she's like, no, no, this is this is just what she does to guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's seen it firsthand. She has like she watched it happen to one of her best friends joey joey yeah whenever she pulled like you know did a number on joey too oh we didn't even say the guy's name uh he he introduces himself to her his name is malcolm and i think i believe that's one of the trivia questions questions. yes ding 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 so ding 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 so anyways um malcolm the dinkus the stalker of ursula um after phoebe invites him to uh go have some coffee he like they stand up from the steps that they were sitting on and they start walking off and he is walking behind her still like it's just such a habit of him to be trailing her rather than like walking with her and so she actually turns around and tells him uh you you don't have to walk behind me anymore (laughs) <laughs> I thought it was kind of cute, but he and he was like, "Oh, oh yeah." <laughs> <laughs> so they they go off and have coffee, which we don't actually see. But anyways, so there's our introduction to Malcolm. Yeah, he's Ursula Stalker. Accidentally started stalking Phoebe. Phoebe befriends him. She's all, "Do you want to go grab a coffee?" and we see Phoebe again at Central Park and she walks in. The whole gang's there. This is when Monica had come in and given Joey the last batch of jam and says she didn't have any more. So Phoebe mm-hmm. explains to everyone that, hey, you know that guy that has been following me? I talked to him today and she says that he, he couldn't talk to her or do anything because of the restraining order. <laughs> so she finally talked to him figured out the restraining order is for ursula ursula has a restraining order against this guy who's been trying to follow her around and stalk her oh i just love how she's telling the how uh 
telling the gang about him is like, uh, you know that guy that's been following me around? Well, I talked to him today and Joey has like a mouthful of food because he's eating jam with it. And he's like, you talk to him and like spits food out over. And she's like, um, or he said something like you talk to the weirdo or something like that. And she's like, you know, first of all, uh, he's not a weirdo. And second of all, say it, don't spray it. <laughs> Do you remember kids would always say yeah. that back then? Say it, don't spray it. Say it, don't spray. Exactly. It's so funny. And I love that she used that. <laughs> so anyways, as she said, well, he was really nice and sweet and, you know, he wanted to talk to me earlier, but he couldn't, uh, due to the restraining order and and Chandler, Chandler. goes oh not feeling better about Malcolm <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I like that I do oh. yeah, I told you like his oh he's made me laugh a lot in this episode so BB continues to talk about her uh, her interaction with Malcolm and she, she explains to them that she's going to um, help him uh, get over, like, get over Ursula. Um, Ursula, thank you. I was like, what's her name? Going to and de-Ursulize him. De-Ursulize him. She goes, you know, like I did with Joey. And then Joey starts talking again. It's like, that's totally different. And he, like, as soon as he says that, he's spraying food again. And she's like, I asked for the news, not the weather. Yeah. <laughs> another popular 90 saying exactly so yeah she's going to, that's what she's going to do she's going to de-ursalize uh malcolm they tell her she shares that you know oh because when she says this she's like oh yeah but he's gonna quit for me like yeah. she's very excited about this that he's going to quit stalking her because they're like, is it, is it a good idea, Phoebe? Like this guy's stalking your sister. And they're just like, oh no, he's going to quit for me. And mm. there was a scene before this where Phoebe and Malcolm are talking and he gives her all of these things that he uses when he stalks Ursula. Night vision goggles, a hat that he wears so he can't be detected or recognized right um there's a bunch of stuff um, oh the book that he pretends to read in the park while he's watching ursula yes all of that stuff and phoebe <clears throat> shows everyone she's like no look he even gave me his night vision goggles and and she's like you don't think he's still following her because they're kind of like uh phoebe this is not good. He's stalking your sister. Rachel's like, he was obsessed with your sister. And so that's when Phoebe asks, you don't think he's still following her? Oh, oh, my bad. People are saying this is a bad idea. Like they realize she has a little crush on him and you have a crush on your sister stalker. No, no, no. I'm just going to help de-ursalize him. And, and that, yeah, that was that. Yeah. And so then we go and see her with like, he's giving all the stuff to her. Yes, that's what it is. So Chandler's response was. Phoebes, wake up and smell the restraining order. Uh, yeah, I love that line. It's so funny. It, it's a good one. Again, 
Chandler with the one-liners. Chandler bang to the funny rescue. <laughs> and doesn't Phoebe kind of confront Malcolm about it? Oh, no, no, yeah. no, 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 no. They all start they, giving her suggestions on what she should do. Like, yeah. don't date this guy. And Monica, who's all heartbroken, she's like, I say you trust him. You give him a chance, you know, if you really like him. And then is it Joey that has the other option? Like, or yeah, Joey, tell us about that one. Joey says, or, uh, you know, basically what's good for the goose is good for the gander. So he, he says, or I would, you know, follow him to see what, like, to see if he's still doing it. Yep. And, and Monica immediately goes, oh yeah, that's much better. I would, that's what I would do. <laughs> yes. And I'm like, well, what happened to trusting the guy, Monica? Yep. <laughs> She's like, no, I would follow. Yep. We see Phoebe at this in the subway and she's following Malcolm. Malcolm's there walking around. Phoebe's stalking him, trying to hide behind pillars. He notices she tries to play it off by ducking under behind a, a trash can that's pretty see-through. Oh yeah. And it's just like Ugh. one of those open baskets or something. It's not solid or anything. Mm -mm. And he's like, Phoebe. Phoebe, is that you? And he's all, are you following me? She's like, no, no. I was just here looking for my piece of, and she's yeah. digging through the trash. And she's like, piece of an old sandwich. And here it is. Uh, gross. And Malcolm's all. Oh, so gross. Yes. It's like, oh, gross, Phoebe. No. Oh, not the subway. Yeah. And Malcolm's all, are you spying on me? He's like, I can't believe you don't trust me. And then bam. Ursula uh -huh. walks by. And then at first she was like feeling really bad about it. She was feeling bad about following him, that she didn't trust him. And then it was like, and then she sees uh, Ursula. She's like, oh, and then like, you just happened to be here. And then my sister walking around looking like me. Yeah. Yeah. I he's like, did you know that she was going to be on this train? And mm -hmm. so he was just kind of like, eh, you know, obviously caught. He's busted. So, yeah, busted. So, yeah, she she goes, okay, you know, I can, I will still help you. I can't date you because, you know, you're a little bit he. <laughs> and he basically nodded and was smiling and like, well, yeah. Yeah, I am. <laughs> That's what I am. But anyway, she said, I'll be like your Ursula patch. Yeah, she it, suggests that he can follow and stalk her. And be like, it would wean him off of Ursula. Mm -hmm. So that's what she's like. Oh, oh, I'm behind the pillar. Like, where am I going to go now? Yeah, she, that was pretty funny. Oh, I forgot to mention a really funny part that I loved uh, with Malcolm is whenever he was handing over um, the night vision like all the stuff, like the night. <laughs> The night vision goggles. Yeah. Whenever he was handed over all the all of his stocking stuff. And um he has like a, a journal of all of like, you know, her whereabouts and every her every movement basically. Mm -hmm. And uh he said, Do you want to hear a little bit of it? A little bit of uh, I can't even talk. I'm so sorry. She said, Do you want to hear a little bit of it? And she says, Yeah, not even a little bit. <laughs> And he goes, well, it's about you. And she's like, oh, okay, then. So he opens it up and 
I don't know. Okay, so who is playing Malcolm is oh, yeah. uh, David Arquette. And the way he delivers some of this stuff is so funny. Like, he's really funny. So it was like, uh, today I met Phoebe. You know, she was really nice to me, even though I'm such a loser. <laughs> even though I'm a total loser. Yes, it's even so funny. Though- I'm a total loser. <laughs> I, I mean, it made me laugh so hard. The way he said it was yeah. like, it was so funny. Yeah. <laughs> Today I met Phoebe and she was really nice to me, even though I'm a total loser. Because <laughs> he still kind of got a little smile on his face. Yeah, he's like happy about all this, even though I'm a total loser. He's happy about being a total loser. <laughs> <laughs> no, it made me laugh. I just was wanted he, to mention that part. Was he married to Courtney Cox by this point? Or I don't, like dating? I'm not even sure. I don't were they even in Scream at this point? I want to say that it, they had already done Scream, but maybe not because we're in season three. So I don't know if she would have done Scream by then or not. So I thought they I, I thought they met on the set of Scream. They did. Okay. So then they had to have done Scream. Maybe it hadn't been released, but they had already filmed it if they met there. Otherwise, they would have met when he was on Friends. And we know that's not the case. Yeah. I mean, they he never filmed there. anything with, with her. So they because... were either um, d- uh, dating or married by this point. I want to say they were probably dating. Like everybody knew they were dating for a while. Yeah. But as you look that up, like, as you look that up, um, yeah, he was he was the guest star, and yeah, it didn't really work out for Malcolm and Phoebe or and, and Ursula. No. What I wanted to say about Phoebe here when she's at the subway is the purple outfit she's wearing. It is very, very 90s Spice Girl type of outfit. Because Phoebe is supposed to be a little bit more eccentric than the other ladies. So her outfits are always a bit out there. Um, You can see how they mature her style with the years that go by, making her stand out a little differently, but still made her look very, very nice, not like a weirdo but in the 90s they definitely had her wearing some more things uh, I don't want to say out on the edge but very different and this one was all purple she's wearing a shiny purple jacket on top of a purple shirt or a shirt that has a lot of purple in it yeah and she's got what a purple skirt and her shoes are either purple or black but it's very shiny and it's all purple. Her whole outfit is purple. It just reminded me of the Spice Girls a lot in very <laughs> 90s. She could have been Phoebe Spice. Right. You want to do Ross and J- Janice so we can wrap it up? Yeah, I was just trying to see. Okay, this was uh, this the air date on... The one with the jam was 1996, October, October 3rd, 1996. 
So didn't Scream come out in 96? I don't remember what year. Yeah, they both came out the same year, like Scream and this episode of of Friends. Uh, And then I actually did say, I, I read a quote of his that they actually met at um, at a party prior to scream. He was being cocky, and her her response to him was, "Ah, I've heard about you." <laughs> and then he so said, he, and "Then we just kept flirting." So he thought he was hot stuff. Yeah, pretty much. Which I mean, come on. I mean, look at Malcolm is cute. They're like all 19- they're all famous and stuff. Yeah, and then of course he comes from a famous family. Yeah. In yeah. my head, he was the most famous one because he's the one that I knew the most. But yeah, he has a famous family. Oh yeah, between him and, and then Patricia. All right, Malcolm. Let's move on to Ross and Rachel. They give Chandler some relationship advice. Ah, uh, okay. I absolutely love. Okay, so when Ross and Rachel come back into the apartment and Monica's not there and they read the note and it's signed Monica Geller. <laughs> like she went out for more jars. Love Monica Geller. Down at the docks again. <laughs> Down at the docks again. Right. So I love whenever like Ross is like, oh, we are in an empty apartment. And she's like, Oh, but I got to go to work in like 10 minutes. And then he starts kissing her. She's like, oh, well, it's not like I'm employee of the year or anything. And so they kind of both go down to the couch and start making out. And then Chandler busts in and they jump apart. Like they are teenagers getting caught by mom and dad. I don't know. But it is so funny because Chandler comes in and then he doesn't really pay attention to them because they're like, oh, yeah, there it is. And she's like, oh, yeah, that's what you're talking about. Like picking up couch cushions, like looking in in between the couch cushions. Like, Like, yeah, it makes, yeah, no sense. But he looks, Chandler looks at the two of them and go, do I look fat? And they go, no. And he's like, Okay, I accept that. But whenever, you know, I tell Janice that she doesn't look fat. She thinks I'm calling her a giant cow. Oh, yeah. Or a big cow. Something. So, yeah. and, and It's Rachel. Like, okay, walk us through it, honey. Just yeah. walk us through it. And he said, he goes, okay. So Janice comes in and says, do I look fat today? So I looked <laughs> immediately Ross, like Rachel's already shaking her head and Ross goes, no, no. It's <laughs> like, she was like, what? And <laughs> Ross goes, you never look. <laughs> <laughs> it should be an automatic response. <laughs> like, Do I look fat today? No. <laughs> Is she prettier than me? No. And then he goes, the size matter. And Rachel goes, no. (laughs) And it (laughs) works both ways. It works both ways. Yeah. (laughs) It's really funny. And then what, like, he's like, so you just know this stuff? He's like, Rachel's like, after 30, 40 fights, you know, you kind of catch on. But 
But I like because then Ross like starts giving like quizzing him. And he said, So like Janice goes out of town and she's flying back in. She gives you two options, you know, like take a cab home or meet her at baggage claim. And Chandler's like, <laughs> oh, that's easy. I meet her at baggage claim. And Ross immediately goes, eh, now you're single. <laughs> and, he goes, and Chandler's like, wait, what? He goes, it's actually secret option or letter C. You go you know to the gate. I always thought it was secret option C. It's secret option number three. It is. I had to write it down. I always say C for years. I'm like, yeah, three. I, I like C. I like the letter C. I don't. Yeah. I don't know why I keep wanting to say C, I but I always, always say C. Yeah. I always say C. I always want to say C. And I paid real special, special attention. And it's number three. Oh, wow. So weird how your mind works, I think. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, okay. you meet her at the gate. That at way gate. she knows you love her. And doesn't he give Rachel like a little kissy on the nose or like a little something, hug or yes. a little snuggle something? Yeah. And then uh, Chandler says, okay, okay. So uh, I, ha- I have a scenario for you. She likes to cuddle at night. I don't so much like that. I like to have my space. So how do I tell her that without accidentally calling the fat? <laughs> yeah. And, and Rachel and Ross just start hugging on each other. And, and Rachel goes, oh, honey, we can't help you there. We're cuddly sleep- sleepers. Yeah. And, and <laughs> the look that Chandler, he, he starts to like, <laughs> like he's annoyed by this yeah it is his look is so funny uh yeah he's very annoyed by the cuddly sleepers but mind you rachel has put off going to work so now yes. she says that she's gotta go so she says bye she's out of there as soon as the door closes ross is like bye sweetums you know all this closes the door and he's like okay about the sleeping thing <laughs> Chandler's all like, but I thought you were cuddly sleepers. Ross is all, no, 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 no. Just her, not me. I'm like you. I need the space. So he I tells him. That, he says that, but I thought you were cuddly sleepers. <laughs> no, no, not me. Just her. Funny. Like, oh, no, that, that whole thing right there is hilarious. All right. So what, is, what does Ross teach Chandler? Well, he tells him something that there is something he can do, but that it's tricky. So they sit on the couch and Ross puts his arm around Chandler and he's like, you hug. And then he's he and Chandler look uncomfortable and they're thinking, you know, we're too close to each other. Ross is like, or I could just use a pillow. So he (laughs) grabs the pillow. So it's Chandler, the pillow being held by Ross. Ross. He explains that you go up on one side and you're hugging her. So it's a hug. He's like, you hug her, pull her into you. You hug her. He goes, and then, and now this is not an exact quote, but you kind of roll her away. So you hug her in, bring her in. 
And then it's like you're releasing the hug, but you're actually just keep releasing her, extending her away from you. Yeah. And you back away. And he's all hug for her. And then you roll away, roll for you. you. And then shows that there's all this space. Oh, let me practice that. Hug and roll. Yeah, so that's it. He does the hug and roll is what he calls it, the the good old hug and roll. So the next time you have Chandler and Janice staying the night together, it is. She is like right up on him on his side of the bed. Um, He like she starts drifting off. And that was one of the, the key points of Ross's as she's drifting away. Hug for her roll for you so anyways that's what so she starts going i love this part she she says like as she's falling it's like oh good night being a lean and (laughs) and he goes and he says oh good night and he pauses like he's trying to think of a cute little whatever for janice he says good night Janice. <laughs> yeah, he couldn't think of anything. He yeah, seemed kind of annoyed because she was all like up in his face. Yeah. And then, like, so after she says goodnight, he's looking at her side of the bed. He's like, Look at all that space on her side of the bed. It's like you could fit a giant pant or giant penguin there. I said that would be weird. This is like his <laughs> little inner monologue. Uh-huh. And he's like, All right, time for the for time for the old. Tuck and ro- or, uh, hug and roll. Hug and roll. Hug and roll. So that he gave her a hug and then he rolled her away only to realize that his arm was still stuck underneath her. Yep. So his arm like, is trapped. Okay. So just like the old tablecloth trick, just one quick, uh, one quick motion, like quick like cat, quick like cat. <laughs> and <laughs> I love that. Quick like a cat. Quick like a cat. And then he pulls his arm out. But as he did so, as he did that, she rolls off the bed. Because he, yeah, yeah. He just pretty much threw her off the bed in his attempt to free his arm. Yes. So then we don't really see anything from them until uh, Janice comes into central perk and she's got like an ACE bandage wrapped around her, like her hand and wrist. And she's pushing the baby stroller. Yes. Cause remember she's to, like, she's still technically married. Right. I think she's yeah. going to the divorce. Last going episode. To divorce. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, divorce hasn't been finalized yet. I don't. Right. No. So anyways, um, yeah, she's pushing the baby stroller. She's got her wrist wrapped up and, uh, Rachel sees her in central she's park. Working. And, yeah, she's working. She's like, she's asking, Oh, what happened to you? And, uh, Janice spills the beans on Ross's tuck or hug and roll. If you want to say tuck and roll, yeah, hug and roll technique. She said, oh, you know, uh, like, 
oh, what'd you say? Oh, Chandler spun me off the bed. <laughs> and so Rachel's like, oh, spinning. Huh? <laughs> and she's like, no, not like that. I wish, you know? <laughs> and so anyways, she's, she says he was trying Ross's hug and roll technique mm-hmm. and, uh, or trick or something. And Bing. yeah. And she, uh, and Rachel is very like, huh? Yeah. You know, the thing where he hugs you close and then rolls you to the other side of the bed. And she actually explains this to Rachel as she is like clearly not knowing what she's talking about. She's like, oh, you didn't know. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yes. Because Rachel does not look amused. Uh-uh, what, what, at what all. hug and roll thing you know that thing where he hugs <laughs> you and rolls you away and yeah and then you don't know what i'm talking about <laughs> oh my my God. God. yeah uh, yeah so then this is at the very end of the episode right mm-hmm. like what What's the little blurb at the end? Is there? I mean, I know Rachel's sitting at the table, right? I cannot remember for the life of me. Like, but like Ross comes in, and I don't know what it is about oh. his suit, but I was like, "What is going on with Ross's suit?" It looked huge on him. It did, right? Like this yeah. is giant, oversized. Yeah. Um, but. They were talking. Oh man, I thought I had it right here. Last scene, Joey and Rachel. <gasps> Joey and Rachel are talking about um Joey's sperm donation. Joey is saying, I think he's holding That's his right. his apple like his his rap sheet, his informational sheet. <laughs> yeah. And you know, he's saying. Maybe if they met me in person uh-huh. and he's talking about nobody wants my product. Like they still have a lie. Yeah. Like nobody wants my product. Maybe if they met me in person and he's getting all of this jam all over him. Yeah. <laughs> he's eating jam straight from the jar. But at this point there's like hardly any jam left in it. He's got the jar pressed up against his nose and mouth. And he's got jam like all over his face. That's right. Now it's coming back to me. Uh-huh. That's so funny. And Rachel's trying to tell him, honey, you've got a little, she's like pointing and he's like, oh, he's kind of, like you said, all over your face. He goes with like the tiniest corner of the napkin and tries to like very daintifully wipe off one tiny little spot of jam from his face. He's all, yeah. did I get it? And Rachel, she's just like, oh, sure. She's like, yeah, sure. Yeah, he didn't He didn't get a fraction of it. He got, <laughs> it's all over his nose, all over his cheeks, like all over around his mouth. And he's getting one tiny little part in the corner of his mouth, like a breadcrumb. Yeah. So we're watching all of this and the other the rest of them are there too on the couch. Uh, Ross arrives. He walks in, looks over and sees Joey 
and Rachel, who is there. Rachel, yeah. I can't remember if he says something. I think he does. He says something to Rachel and she basically blows him off. Yeah. And then he walks straight he gives over him to a Chandler. cold hello. <laughs> yes. Walks over to Chandler. He's got like a magazine or a newspaper. Uh-huh. And then he's like, oh, Chandler, you know, one more thing. I don't know if that's a direct quote. I don't think so. But he's all women talk. And he smacks Chandler on the head with it. <laughs> he said he tells Chandler, he says one more thing. I forgot to mention. I don't you, but you, you know, you probably already know this. But women talk and he's, yeah, hits him over the head with the rolled up magazine. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. He got him in trouble with Rachel. I know. Giving well, away the hug and roll. Know. I mean, I like how he said, which you probably already know this because they talked about this before in the coffee house. Remember like Ross's fantasy, the Princess Leia. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like other women episode. talk about everything. Yep. And he's like, oh, I know. No, everything. Like what you like, what she likes, you know, size, girth. And he's like, girth? Why? So anyways, he already knows they, women talk. And he, like, why he, I mean, well, he probably had to spill the beans to her about it anyway, because like get him out of trouble. Yep. Yep. Without accidentally calling her fat. Yeah, exactly. Tricky one. <laughs> so that is the episode for the one with the jam. A lot going on. A lot of funny. It's good stuff. It's a good time. Oh, it's this is a very good time. <laughs> what was your favorite uh, favorite thing from this episode? What do you think was the funniest <laughs> thing? Okay, there was a couple of them that made me laugh really, really hard, which was uh, Malcolm called himself a loser in <laughs> his little entry. Uh, that made me laugh so hard the way he said it. Uh, another one was, uh, you know, until Chandler threw me under the bus or like <laughs> sold me out, I guess is what he said. So Chandler sold me out. Said, uh, I'm sorry, Joe, but I just didn't think the doctor would believe your shoulder just fell out of the socket. Yeah. <laughs> that made me laugh really hard. I'm sure there's others, but those are two of my standouts, I think. Yeah, there were a lot of funny moments, but I had a difficult time coming up with like something that just I thought was absolutely hilarious. Like there's yeah. a lot of funny, but there wasn't just like one thing. I was like, well, what made me laugh the most? I still couldn't pinpoint it. But one of the things I do love from this episode that I think is really funny is when Chandler says Phoebe's. Wake up and smell the restraining order. <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to kind of piggyback on that one a little bit and say another one that really made me laugh was whenever Chandler said, uh, not feeling better about Malcolm. Yes. Yes. And um, the thing that we quote is when Chandler makes joey choose between girl from xerox place or a big tub of jam and he's holding his hands out like one option is here the other option is this and joey's response is put your hands together my i already mentioned that my husband and i quote that put your hands together for things sometimes it's funny because it makes sense and other times it's funny because it doesn't make any sense (laughs) 
But uh, do you awesome. quote anything from this episode? Uh, oh Lord, I don't think I do. Um, no, I don't think I do. Not off the top of my head. Okay. You know, like I told you the other day, I actually used a, a, a friend's quote at work. And now for the life of me, I could not remember what it was. I need to start writing this stuff down or making little like voice memos on my phone or something. Down. I know, right? <laughs> I should have written it down. All disappointed. Well, let's oh, get God, to our no. trivia questions. For next episode, season three, episode four, the one with the metaphorical tunnel. Question number one, what's Joey's name in his amazing discoveries, Milkmaster 2000 infomercial? They referred to him uh, by a name. What is it? Yeah. Question number two, why does Chandler avoid Janice's call? And then question number three, is it true false? As a kid, Ross used to dress as a woman named Henrietta. True or false? True or false? There you go. Like this episode, share it, subscribe to however your, what's this thing called? Podcast platform wants you to do it and how it says. (laughs) <laughs> like, sc- subscribe, share. <laughs> when you subscribe, you get alerted to when a new episode has been released, which is every other Thursday. We release them super but early so that you can listen and enjoy your day as you're getting ready and driving to work. So challenge extended. <laughs> One of my favorites. One of my favorites. Uh-huh. All right, Whitney, it is bedtime. And that it is. Night. Nighty night.